We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The young swings and that's a high fly ball. Billikens win! Billikens win! This is Sports Open Live. It's a grand slam! Touchdown! City. On America's Sports Voice, yes! KMOX. We welcome you in on a Tuesday night, our first uh, really full edition of the program this week. We got a lot to get to. It is going to be a busy, busy two hours as we take you till 8 o'clock this evening. As always, if you want to chime in, multiple ways to get connected. 314-436-7900. That's our phone number, meaning you can call that number to get on. But you can also text that number as well. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, you can be with us over the course of the next two hours or so. A lot of Cardinals talk, almost all Cardinals talk. The Blues won last night 2-1 over Ottawa. They don't play again until Thursday. Uh, Good win for them. But this is kind of, I'm calling this our winter warm-up reaction day. And I feel like we've got more than two hours worth of content from what came out of winter warm-up with various individuals talking, whether it was John Moselock, whether it was either of the Bill DeWitts, whether it was uh, some of the individual players and some interesting things that they had to say over the course of the three days. And I hope to hear your reaction too, whether it's positive or negative. I'd love to hear from you. I think there, there were some things said over the course of those three days that got people's attention either in a positive way or a negative way, it certainly got people's attention. So from a guest standpoint, this is what we've got for the next two hours. Uh, We're going to bring Kevin Wheeler back. He just got done with uh, DGS and Total Information PM a little bit ago. We're going to bring him back, and we're going to talk Cardinals baseball with wheels uh, in our next segment. So in about five, ten minutes or so, he's going to join us. And we're going to start doing that probably on a weekly basis. When he and Tom Ackerman did something together, they called it like the – what did they call it? The Cardinals – wasn't Cardinals convention – Cardinals something – ah. Trying to remember what it was. Maybe it was just the Cardinals conversation. The good thing is he'll be able to tell us in a couple minutes. Yes, that is true. (laughs) Um, But uh, we need to figure out a fun name for when uh, when Kevin and I have our weekly conversations here moving forward. So Kevin Wheeler will be with us uh, five, ten minutes or so. Joe Pott will be with us uh, next hour. He did a lot at winter warm-up. He was on uh, Saturday. Yeah, no. Sunday, Monday, Sunday, and Monday, and also did some main stage uh, stuff out there. Uh, so uh, he'll be with us. Also, 
the Cardinals, by the way, and everybody with the Cardinals from a PR standpoint, uh, our guy Ben Boyd had a lot to do with this. They were amazing in getting us guests for our three days. We got so many guests that there were times that we got guests and we weren't on the air live at the moment, whether it was because of uh, slew basketball or whatever else might have been going on. So Tom Ackerman got an interview with uh, Drew Verhagen that never made it onto the air over the course of the weekend. Well, guess what? I'm here today, so we're going to uh, record uh, Tom's conversation. Oh, speaking of Tom Ackerman, he texted me, Cards Conference, so that is what yeah. it was called. So Cards Conference is what it was called when um, when Kevin and Tom would do uh, conversa- Cardinals conversation. So, yeah, I'll have to come up with something creative for uh, for when uh, Kevin and I get together talking all things Cardinals baseball. But uh, Drew Verhagen, speaking of Tom Ackerman, his conversation with Tom is going to be uh, coming up in uh, just a little while as well. So a lot to get to. Here's what I what I want to hear from you, especially on the text line, but feel free to call. We've got wheels in our next segment, so we don't have time for phone calls right now. But just the general kind of broad question that I want to throw out to you and have you text me or tweet me your answers. What stood out to you over the course of the three days of the winter warm-up? And I'm not like the venue stuff was cool. Like I'm not I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about words that came out of individuals' mouths. You know, a lot, a lot was made of John Mosellock essentially admitting that they thought they were going to be able to do a little bit more in the offseason and the market didn't really come around to them and they weren't going to spend money just to spend money. You know, there's a couple of things there. First off, the thought process that they thought they were going to be able to do more. That's an interesting revelation. Uh, and then the other side of that being that they're not just going to spend money to spend money. And some people take that as they're not going to spend money period, without the second part of that. So that was something that a lot of people took note of. Uh, A lot was made of what the DeWitts had to say. Uh, There's a lot going on kind of behind the scenes, especially, you know, one of the big things right now in baseball is the TV revenue from a local standpoint because the RSN model, and what that means is regional sports network. So for us in St. Louis, that is Bally Sports Midwest. If you're in Kansas City, it's Bally Sports Kansas City. If you're in Milwaukee, it's Bally Sports Wisconsin. Like all the different Bally Sports. And then some some markets, if you're in Chicago, you have NBC Sports Chicago, or you have the Cubs Network, which is marquee, but that's a little bit different. But you'll have an NBC Sports. In, in New York, you've got SNY. You've got all these regional sports networks across the country. That business model from uh, because of cord cutting, because of blackouts, because of the way people watch now with streaming, that business model isn't working anymore. So much so that the the parent company for Bally recently even kind of took the Bally Sports Networks and kind of disconnected them from the rest of the company, and there's a good chance there's going to be a bankruptcy at some point. Where the immediate future of these sports networks are it's it's a volatile situation to be blunt and honest about it. We don't really know what it's going to look like. We could have news tomorrow. Like that's how that's the type of situation that they have and at some point at one point it sounded like maybe major league baseball, the NBA and the NHL might come together to try to buy the Bally networks, but then from like a Wall Street perspective, they downgraded their earnings report and they've got so much debt connected to them. Like I'm going all Wall Street Journal on you right now, but that's um it's just it's not a 
It's not a fantastic situation, and they got to figure that out. And that has that has a major impact, not just on the Cardinals, but it has a major impact on a lot of teams. So that was something uh, that certainly was discussed. And maybe that's not something that really interests you because that's it's kind of esoteric. But it could be it's something that impacts the game and it impacts the teams and. It's something that is changing in a really, really fast way, and technology could be involved in those changes. I would not be shocked to see some Major League Baseball teams take their local TV rights and put them on streaming, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on something else. You know, the Yankees already have some of their games, I believe, on Amazon. So that could happen. I don't think it's going to happen in St. Louis, but it could. You look at the MLS model where they're putting all their games outside of a handful of national TV games. They're putting all their games on Apple TV. So that's the direction that we're going, and that has revenue implications to it as well. So getting a little bit into the weeds on that one, but it's something that's very, very important to the baseball industry uh, overall at the time. So that's the question for you. What's What stood out? Was it Jack Flaherty's comments? Was it Dakota Hudson's comments? Was it Paul DeYoung's comments? There's a lot said over the three days, and between now and 8 o'clock, we're going to get into all of it. Again, you can text in 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. You can also uh, tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Up next, our guy Kevin Wheeler. He stuck around for us. He's going to join us in just a moment. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's a grand slam. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City, KMOX. Sports Online continues here on a Tuesday night. Look who we got to stick around. He used to host the show, and he's on to his second show that he's been hosting since leaving Sports <laughs> Open Line. I'm bouncing. It's our buddy Kevin Wheeler. Hey, Wheels. Hey, first of all, you are so much better than the last guy that hosted this show. I don't know about all I'm that. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad. How you doing, man? I'm good. You're covering from the caravan and all that? It was so much fun. Yeah. It was I, I was saying this earlier. So on the Saturday night in Evansville, we went to the steakhouse 
and generally it's closed on uh, no Sunday night. It's generally closed on Sunday nights. Yeah. But they go in every year, and the, the steakhouse knows them, and they open up. So we're at one big table. Nice. And I'm across the table from the three players that we had in Libertor, Gorman, and Nail, and then also I'm right across from Jason Mott and right across from Kerry Robinson, who are guys that I watched when I grew up. Yep. And it kind of hit me at one point, like. If I would have told 12-year-old Matt that one day he would be sitting at this table, like, what would he think? Like, that was the moment for me that it was just really, really cool. And getting the insider view, right? You're not not in a spot where you're the outsider. You're in the inside. Yeah. You're hanging out with guys, and I'm sure... Carrie and Jason had great stories. The younger guys tend to hold back on stories, but they're more fun. You know, they they tend to have uh, the the energy and the enthusiasm about doing all this, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And not many. I don't know how many teams do caravans like this. It's a really unique yeah. thing. I don't know of another. I'm not saying there aren't any. Right. I don't know of one off the top of my head that takes their players and team officials and other and and former players and stuff and sends them out to all over the place. I mean. I'm sure it exists, but I can't think of any. And we had packed houses everywhere, everywhere. So it had been the first time in three years that the caravan had gone out. So these people were just starving for this, and it was uh, really cool. I'm sure sure it was the same way at the winter warm-up, too, right, with the new venue. How'd that work out, by the way? I mean, I know I... I haven't seen it at, at Ballpark Village, but it seems to be perfect for that. Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, the the complaint I always used to hear when it was at the hotel was yeah. like, you're scrunched in. Oh, it's hard yeah, to move yeah. around. Parking you, was not easy in that area. Yeah. Like, it's not it's terrible, but I mean, you had to walk in the cold and all that. But with everything being at Ballpark Village. And, so much real estate. Yeah. And you can put things in different places. Restaurants. And the things like the Hall of Fame and mm-hmm. Museum and the, the Clubhouse Tour, which generally you would have had to leave and yep. come all the way over yep. and then maybe go back. It's all in one place. So yep. kudos to uh, to the Cardinals for doing that. I think they, uh, not to be... Uh, not to make a pun, but I think they hit one out of the park. Yeah, I mean, look, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm sure it makes business sense too, right? I mean, I actually you, you so don't I don't have know to I, pay another place to use it versus just you know having your restaurants and. I might be speaking out of turn here, Uh-oh. but I actually heard that like that's not so much the case. Oh, like good. there wasn't right. it. It was not a uh, decision motivated by finances. Oh, I'm sure it would be motivated by that mm-hmm. of just you know because any money that's put into that goes to straight to Cardinals care. Right. So the more money for the charity, the better. Yeah, absolutely. So you asked me this uh, last hour at 5.15. Let me ask you, what stuck, uh, stood out to you of all the comments that were made uh, during winter warm-up? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, the, the one that stood out the most because of the reaction to it, not because of what it was, was just Mo's description of the offseason and how, they, how the payroll went. Because um, when he first said well, the payroll is going to go up, I told people a lot, mostly on Twitter, like, don't act like they're going to run the payroll up to $200 because they're probably not. What they're going to do is what they always do, which is look for opportunities. They're not going to jump headlong into the deep end of the pool with teams throwing around, you know, $350 million contracts. That's just not their model. Their model is to trade for those type of star players because the contract's known. You're not bidding and getting into, like, this wild circumstance. Um, And, you know, they've made those deals where it's been really advantageous to them. I mean, nobody regrets any part of the Nolan Arenado deal. Nobody (laughs) regrets any part of the Paul Goldschmidt deal. And the fact that we had a lot – I don't know how big a percentage, Matt. Probably, what, like 20% of people are unrealistic, and the rest of them are somewhere between – 
super excited about well, no matter what the team does and then just kind of moderate in the middle. I think most fans are kind of in that moderate. You know, we know they're good. We know they need to be better in some areas, but they have a whole, um, you know, I don't know. What is it now? You got another six months to sort that out, yeah. right? I mean, you got to sort it out by July. But Mo talking about the payroll and where it was and the way the market played out, I thought was really interesting, but not not in any way in a bad way. Just this makes sense for the way they run their team. And look, you've still got time to make the ad that you could possibly need to to, to add uh, come, come season. And what matters is what does your team look like when you get to the playoffs? Not what it looks like on opening day or on the first day of spring training. What's your team's construction when you start the playoffs? And if you're not in the playoffs, that's a whole different thing. But I think this team should be. Yeah. I've said this over and over. I'll repeat it again. If you're the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, if you have a really bad start to your season, you might be sunk for the year. You may never mm-hmm. be able to climb up that ladder, even with the expanded playoff. Yeah. The Cardinals don't have that situation playing in the NL Central. They're fine. So they, they, the, the pressure isn't on them in the offseason to make a move. I think there is pressure during the – there's pressure to upgrade the roster. If that happens today, yep. tomorrow, yep. next week, spring training, trade deadline, whatever. There is pressure to upgrade the roster before they get to the playoffs, but I don't care if that happens today or the trade deadline. No, and, and look, what have the Padres gotten out of all their spending these last few years? I mean, they had a nice run in the postseason no, last me, year. Look, again, yeah. they're fine. There's no trophy. Yeah. There's no trophy. Think about all the money that the Dodgers have spent in the last decade. Anyway, they won the West now like nine of the last ten years or something like that. How many trophies they got? One. One. Yeah. Winning the trophy is hard, and it you can't buy it in the offseason, and you can't buy it with a total payroll right off the top. The Yankees have been one of the highest payroll teams in baseball forever. I mean, probably forever going back to Babe Ruth and all of that. <laughs> but just looking at the very modern times, they have won one World Series in since when? I mean, what they got? They got 2009, and that was the the last one since like what? Oh two, oh three, yeah, something like. I mean, like so in this time period where they are, those two teams are outspending the world. They've got two combined World Series. You cannot buy the World Series now. You can buy a better regular season record for sure, which matters because you got to make the playoffs, right? And you get in. But, like, look at the Phillies' record last year. Wasn't good. No. What happened? They won the World they Series. Won, they oh, they, got, on, they yeah, got to the they World got Series. I mean, they, they, they went on a run. And the Cardinals are, you know, like there are so many teams that are the example of this. You don't need to win 100 games to win the World Series. You do, though, need to be on the day the playoffs start capable of that run. And if I'm looking at where they're short on that right now, I think you and I agree it's the very top of the rotation. Top line pitching. And it may be hitting. And that's where, again, my whole argument about being in this division is helpful yeah. because they're going to be able to evaluate their needs. We don't know if Lars Newbar can continue doing what he did last nope. year. I think he will, but we don't know. Nope. We don't know what's going to happen with Dylan Carlson. We don't know nope. what's going to happen with Tyler O'Neill. Nope. We don't know what's going to happen with Brendan Donovan. We There's a... I'm pretty confident on that. There's a lot of guys who don't have those year over year track records. Half your lineup. And we don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. So see which of those guys take that next step forward and which of those guys don't, and then add to your roster based off that. And then see what Jordan Walker is and when he's going to be able to arrive, right? Like, don't count on him for opening day. 
they have a lot of players on this roster that they need to look at, that they have to find out about. And I don't see them forcing someone off the roster to force him on it unless you just can't send him away. Like if he's, you know, uh, spring training Albert, you know, when Albert's <laughs> trying to make the jump from, you know, A ball, double A to the big leagues. Well, okay, fine. I mean, you, you might be able to, you might take him with you in that scenario. Uh, but if it's not that, you've got to find out what's Tyler O'Neill. Is he the 2021 guy or is he the guy that was before and after that? And, you know, a lot of that has to do with health. Last year, what did him in was a lot of the injuries, and you could never get any kind of consistent at-bats, any kind of good long run of success. But if he's the 2021 guy, I don't think you have any offensive concerns at all. No. I don't care what anybody else does. If Tyler O'Neill is what he was in 2021, with Contreras now in that lineup with Goldschmidt and Arenado, you're not going to find many teams, regardless of their payroll, with a better 3-4-5-6 than that group. And it might be a two, three, four, five, depending on how you want how Ollie wants to construct the lineups. In I that like scenario. Newt in the two spot. I do too. I like Donovan and Newtbar at the top yeah. against righties. I like Edmund and, and Donovan at the top against lefties. Um, but I'm okay with adapting to that. Sure. Like if if and I'm not lining up. Like yeah. I think you can take a lineup out of a hat, and yeah, not a whole yeah. lot's going to change. We right. may, fans make so much of the lineup, and it really doesn't matter. But those four but it's guys, fun to talk about. If again, it's an if we've talked about this a lot. You know, we need the team needs more yeses. They need more certainty. But we do have in recent history a year where Tyler O'Neill was one of the most dangerous hitters in the National League. And if he's even close to that, if he's eighty percent of that this year, I don't think you have any offensive concerns because I think your depth makes up for a lot of the other parts of it. When you've got a combination of Donovan and Gorman and Yepes and Newtbar. And uh, who am I forgetting? There's one more I'm forgetting. Um, that would be in kind of the mix for three spots, right? Mm-hmm. When you're looking at right field, second base, and DH, that's a pretty good group to start with, given their age and their, you know, like Gorman could be a 30 homer guy. We don't know. He's young. He strikes out a lot. But I mean, he was a top 50 prospect a year ago. That's the thing. So you're you know, right. Actually, not even that. I think he was a top 30 prospect. Yeah. So, and he was one of the guys I was out on a caravan with, right. and Matthew Libertor was there as well. Nobody's talking about Libertor. No. And this time last year, everybody's talking yep. about You don't just lose it. Like, that's the, one of the things that frustrates me the most is just because somebody gets to the big leagues and isn't a superstar on their first day in the big right. leagues right. doesn't mean the development has stopped. No, it doesn't. And, and, just today it came out um, from MLB.com that Libertor is one of the top 10 left-handed pitching prospects in baseball, yeah. which he was last year too. Do, I don't know if he's an ace. We're going to find out. Even if he's not, long-term he's probably at worst like a three or a four. But, yeah, he has some things to polish up. Fastball command needs to be better. He needs to be able to throw more strikes with his off-speed stuff in fastball counts. But he's super young. You know, We're not talking about a guy that's 28 years old and still trying to figure it out. We shouldn't write him off. And that's why I'm not as worried about making the move now for a starter. Um, You might still need that, but you have numbers now, right? When we know they've got five guys in there now, no questions asked barring injury, right? And with Hudson sitting right there. With Hudson as your sixth and probably working in long relief. And after that, if you've got like fill-in guys, I mean, you know, Woodford fits as that kind of fill-in guy. He's not necessarily a guy you want in there very much. But Libertor is right there waiting. This is, again, one of the best left-handed pitching prospects in baseball. Do not write off Gordon Graceffo, uh, who just recently, according to MLB.com, was rated as one of the top pitching prospects in the sport. Now, they haven't done their top 100 yet, but he's going to be one of the guys that jumps the most because if you look at where he fell 
in their poll of other front office executives, right? They did a poll of front office executives about tools. And when it came to pitchability, which is kind of all around pitching skill, right? It's command stuff, your ability to get through difficulty and all that. He was the third ranked guy, according to major league executives. He also got votes for best fastball and for best off-speed pitch. So so what you're saying is that's a lot of good stuff. That's a lot. Yeah. And it's a guy that, you know, isn't it wasn't a first-round draft pick, but, you know, his fastball was getting up to 100 miles an hour last year. He doesn't walk people. He's a guy that throws mid to upper 90s regularly and doesn't walk people, and he's getting close. And um, that's why, like, again, I want to see these things play out before I'm like, okay, I got to go get that guy. You know, if I go get that guy now and he gets hurt, then what? Or if you go get that guy and he's an outfielder and Jordan Walker has this incredible spring you're, yeah. and you've closed the door, yeah. what are you doing? Like, there's... But are you also you going to block Dylan Carlson right now? You're going to block Tyler O'Neill. You're going to block Lars Newtbar. You're going to block Juan Yepes. You're going to give those guys because if you add another starter like that in the outfield, that's also limiting opportunities for Gorman because that means Donovan's not going to move to the outfield. Right. That means you're limiting Gorman to second in DH. Well, how's that going to play out with all the other guys? I don't think that what they have now is necessarily good enough, but it's good enough to start with so that you can evaluate. And then if you get to June and you're like, man, Tyler O'Neill is still really inconsistent or Dylan Carlson just hasn't figured it out. You know, if you get to that point, now you can say, all right, which teams are falling out? Who can we target for a really good buy? Maybe Brian Reynolds is a better option in July. Maybe you're willing to add Dylan Carlson to that deal and then a couple of pitching prospects. And that's, I mean, that's another thing is it allows some more of your prospects to build up their value too. If Graceffo takes a big leap, maybe you're more comfortable trading Matthew Libertor, right? If Michael McGreevy, the first round pick from, from a year ago, from 2021, I should say, uh, if he takes a big leap, and he's not that far off Graceffo. He had good numbers no. last year. He got an invite to big league spring yeah. training today. And, uh so I, I think that the development of those guys can also open up more trade opportunities too. If Tink Hentz comes out and is used more heavily this year than he was last year, they're really careful with Tink. Yeah, inning or so. Yeah, yeah. Come out. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just you know pitching very limited amount. I don't think he's going to be like unleashed this year, but I'm sure it'll be more. And he's a guy with big time upside. Yep. You know, super athletic, big arm that can get to the upper 90s. So you see how all of this plays, and now you've got a better idea of who you're more comfortable moving. And other teams could be like, man, look at that. That guy, Tink Hens, boy, he's something. Or, or you know, the team could be, we don't necessarily want to move Libertor, but if Graceffo and McGreevy are right there on the doorstep and they're both pitching great, maybe you're more comfortable making the bigger trade involving some of your better young players. Kevin, this is fun. We're going to start doing this probably every week or so. If you're Anytime right with that. you want, dude. All right. You know, I love talking sports, baseball, probably more than anything else. Prodigal son, Kevin the Wheeler, returning son. to Sports Open Line. You are the uh, twice prodigal son. I know. How crazy is yes. that? Yes. The first time I left the station, this right. time I just went into the realm of, uh, well, I was going to say more serious, but sometimes not so serious. Not stuff. so serious. So. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. I right, see you, Matt. That's Kevin Wheeler. We'll take a break. Have more Sports Open Line in just a moment on KMOX. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Touchdown, Kansas City! KMOX.
It is our winter warm-up reaction show here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. As always, if you want to chime in, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. That's 314-436-7900. You call, you text, or you tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air is how you get in contact with the program. Got a text message said, Jack Flaherty getting so emotional about Adam Wainwright really touched me. I thought it was a cool moment. I thought it was a very cool moment, and I think we saw a little bit of Jack Flaherty that we generally don't see. I am of the belief that there is a contingent of Cardinals fans that don't like Flaherty for whatever reason. Sometimes he talks about non-sports things uh, and says things that are, are not popular to a to a certain contingent of people, and you don't like him for that, and then all of a sudden you don't like him as a baseball player. That happens, and, and it's unfortunate. Like, you do you, right? You do you, but I've never completely understood the, like, I don't like this actor's politics, so I'm not going to go watch their movie. Yeah, they're a really good actor, but I'm not going to go watch their movie because I can't support somebody who believes that. And I guess, I, I guess at a point, like, if there's somebody who believes something so extreme or so outrageous, I would have a hard time um, consuming something that they're involved with. But I, I don't – for many people, I don't think that uh, that line to cross, uh, you know, that barrier to entry is very deep to all of a sudden when you get personally offended by something. And that happens. It happens with Jack Flaherty. He'll speak out on some things that there is a contingent of fans they don't agree with. For me, it's like if I agree or don't agree, he's a really good pitcher. When he's at his best, he is a really, really good pitcher. He is one of the best in the game. And what the Cardinals need is top-of-the-rotation pitching. And if Jack Flaherty can be that, that's a huge thing for the Cardinals. But what what confuses me sometimes, I've taken calls on this very show where people have called up and said, Jack Flaherty doesn't want to be a Cardinal. Doesn't want to be a Cardinal. And... I've never understood that because I've never heard him say anything that makes me feel like he doesn't want to be a Cardinal. Now, to be totally fair about things, and maybe he said something that I'm not aware of. And again, trying to be totally fair, uh, there were some rumblings at one point that he and the Cardinals did not completely see eye to eye on his the way that his health was being handled by the team. I don't know if that's true or not. I am not reporting that as a fact. I just know, like probably you, at some point there were some rumblings out there that that existed. That's never been confirmed. That could be a completely false thing. But that is the closest. That is the closest to anything that I've ever heard in terms of his his negativity towards the organization, which I don't think exists. And... We'll have people calling up and saying, this guy doesn't want to be a Cardinal. This guy wants to be in California. This guy wants to cash in and just use the Cardinals as a stepping stone. Like I've, I hear all these things, and my question is always, where are you getting that from? If you believe that, text me right now, 314-436-7900. Where are you getting that from? Why don't you like Jack Flaherty? And he is such an important part of what this team needs and wants to do this upcoming season because of 
his ability to be a true top-of-the-rotation starter, which is something they were missing last year in that postseason run. He wasn't healthy enough yet to really be a starter in the postseason. They were going to use him in the bullpen, and I I think he would have been a weapon in the bullpen had they ever really gotten the opportunity to use him. I still lament a little bit that he was not used uh, in game one uh, when they when they could have really used some strikeouts, but he's such an important part of what this team needs to do. And and I mentioned this with Kevin. I'm going to mention this a million times. I'm going to mention this over and over and over. You are going to get so sick of me hearing saying this, but it's an important thing to say because it goes a long way towards the Cardinals being a team that can have success in the postseason this year. Sitting back and evaluating your team while playing in the crappy NL Central is a really important part of upgrading this roster. There are too many question marks right now. And if if you go spend all your trade capital on a middle-of-the-order bat and then Jack Flaherty has health issues again, you're in trouble. If, if you go spend all your resources on a top-of-the-rotation starter and then Flaherty isn't any good and Miles Michaelis gets injured and nobody else really takes a step forward and you really need two guys and you used everything you had to go get one guy, you're in trouble. Like there's a million different scenarios that can play out. So letting, letting this thing go a little bit, getting some of these questions answered, knowing what you have in Jack Flaherty, knowing what you have in some of the other pitchers, knowing what you have in any of your outfielders, knowing what you have in Nolan Gorman, knowing what you have in Brendan Donovan, seeing what direction those guys are going to trend in, guys who have never done it year over year, it's a really important thing for that to uh, for that to play out in a way that you can go add to your roster. Now, that being said, they, they need to do it. Like, you can hold my feet to the fire on on not going back on something that I'm saying. If we get to the trade deadline, if there are obvious deficiencies on this Cardinals roster and they're not addressed, then we'll we'll discuss it and and we'll be very honest in how we uh, assess the job uh, that the Cardinals have uh, have done in adding to the roster between now and the end of the season. Uh, I have some phone calls. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, get to some calls from people who want to chime in on some of the things that were said at uh, winter warm-up. So a break, and we'll be back with your phone calls. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can call. You can text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We're back with more in a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. Continues here on KMOX. My name's Matt Foley. Got a few more minutes left here in hour number one. I was talking about Jack Flaherty earlier, and I got a text message from somebody uh, because I was talking about I've never sensed that Flaherty doesn't want to be here. Got a text. It said, it's absolutely true. I've never texted you that before, so this is a new voice telling you something that Cardinals fans have known for years. He does not want to be here. His animus is not necessarily against the organization, but rather the city because we're a bunch of backward rednecks. 
Here's to the person who texted. I appreciate the text. I appreciate your opinion. Show me an example backing up what you're saying. Show me. And if look, if you show it to me, I'll, I'll back down. But there's this feeling a lot of people believe what that text says, and I've never heard Jack say something that backs that up. So don't just say it. Show it. This is the show me state. Show it. What has he said? S- text me a link to something that shows it. That would be my uh, my response to you. All right, let's get to the phones. 314-436-7900. Mark has given us a call. Hey, Mark, you're on Sports Open Line. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Just a quick comment about our left fielder. He will never be a baseball player. He looks at himself as a weightlifter only, and that's why he'll never make it. He doesn't have the mentality for baseball. That's my comment. Well, thanks. Well, hold, no, hold on. Are you still there? Uh-huh. Why do you say that? Every time you hear him interviewed, all you want to talk about is what he's done with his body. You know? I mean, I don't care what the interview is. It always ends up talking about that and how he likes to teach everybody that and everything else. He just has a mentality of a weightlifter instead of a baseball player. I've seen it many times, many times with people. So I talked to him on Saturday, and Mm -hmm. we talked a lot of baseball, and then I I asked him about his body. He didn't Mm -hmm. bring it up. I asked him about it. I know, but did you notice how he lit up, though? Do you notice how he said on second base, yeah, he likes to answer questions to people about it and everything else. That's all he wants to talk about is his body. He came from a weightlifter's family. He was a weightlifter. He's got that kind of mentality, and he'll never make a baseball player. What we saw with the home runs, that was a flash in the pan. The guy's going to strike out 200 times a year and never be anything. He can throw and he can run, but he's never going to hit. You think the 34 home run season was a flash in the pan? You bet. I'll never get anywhere close to that. Um, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I really do because I'd love to see him do, be successful because Cardinals need him. Did you know he but, hit 141 home runs during his minor league career? Yeah, okay. but he's still. But he's still, not a baseball player. Nope. Okay. He's a he's a he's a weightlifter. All right, Mark. Appreciate the phone call. He's a baseball player. Let's get to Ted. Ted's joining us. Hey, Ted, you're on Sports Open Line. Yeah, I'd just like to hear some comments about why the Cardinals did not attempt to get Jose Quintana to stay with the team and let him get away to the Mets. I would like, I'd like to hear some talk about it. So Ted, let me, uh, how much better do you think Jose Quintana makes the Cardinals? Well, I, maybe last year was a flash in the pan. Let's say he's the exact same guy as he was last year. How much better does he make the Cardinals? I think he makes a big difference. Who if, in if the, he could, Two in the starting rotation is he demonstrably better than. And I like Jose Quintana. You're almost painting me. I hate being painted into a corner of where it seems like I'm trying to put the guy down. But when when you look at a rotation that already has Wainwright and Michaelis and Flaherty and Montgomery, like who, what guy is he heads and tails better than? That's hard to say. About that's really difficult to say. Montgomery did very well. Wainwright is usually very good, except toward the end of the season when he kind of was having some uh, mechanical issues. Um, Michaelis, I think, is pretty good. If Flaherty can stay healthy, that's a big difference. But he hasn't been healthy for, seems like, forever. You just answered my, the question. He doesn't make the team better. He's, he's 
He is not. He's a good pitcher. He's a really good pitcher. But the Cardinals have a lot of really good pitchers. He is not demonstrably better than Flaherty, Montgomery, Wainwright, Michaelis, or Mats. If you're going to bring somebody in, you want to bring somebody who really improves the team. I think he would be better than Mats. Mats Mats was injured a lot too. If, like I said, if Flaherty can stay healthy, that's the key right there. All right, Ted. Appreciate the phone call. That and. When Matt's was healthy, again, it's a, it's an if, but you're you're counting on these guys to be healthy. Before he got injured again last year, Matt's was so good. He was so good, and then he got injured. It was so frustrating. All right, we got a lot to get to in hour number two of the program. That's next here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.